love it, hate it, can't live without it. We're talking about the beast Facebook. Yes, Facebook here. And why you cannot quit Facebook for your business. So whether or not you're using it right now, or maybe you're just using it for personal reasons, we're going to share some reasons why you need to be on it, serving your clients and truly making awesome connections. And maybe even by the end of the show, you'll actually love Facebook. So let's do it. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. So... Christy and I are doing this deep dive into Facebook. It's one of those things people have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. But we have, uh, we're going to share a bunch of reasons why we think you should not have a love-hate relationship. You should strictly have a love relationship with Facebook. And we're going to tell you why. I'm not sure about strictly love, but we'll we'll try our best. But We'll try our best. (laughs) (laughs) Love it or hate it, it's not going anywhere. So we are going to kind of share some really cool ideas on how to utilize the platform and maybe start liking it at least a little bit. Yes. All right. So with that, Beth. Well, let's just just put it out there. Facebook isn't going anywhere. It's not. It's here to stay. We need Facebook for personal reasons, for connections, uh, for even just to run an ad for your business page. You need Facebook. So many other social media platforms are connected to Facebook. Uh, If we just look into where videos are going now and how Facebook is utilizing that feature. Mm -hmm. So it's not going anywhere. Uh, It has shifted quite a bit since its first existence, but hasn't everything, right? Like remember real estate? Back in the day, Beth, a little bit different. Night and day, yeah. Night and day. So really, here's the thing. Uh, A business page can connect you with your clients and provide them with information about your business, your team, allow them to get a glimpse into your life, allow them to get to know you, to get to know your team, your your brand, your business. But you also need to be utilizing your personal page and helping them sort of mesh together as well. Yeah. I can honestly say that, you know, when we started doing our heavy push on social media, when you and I first started working together, I put all my efforts, all my energy, like everything into Instagram. And I was basically treating Facebook like it was like the stepchild. I'm like, "Eh, (laughs) Facebook, it's just, you know, Instagram is like so cool and sexy. And Facebook is just sort of like the has been of social media. (laughs) And then every once in a while, I'd put a post on Facebook. And what I was finding was, 
I was getting tons of engagement. So the kind of engagement that I would have dreamed to have had on my Instagram posts, I was already having on Facebook. And then you and I had a conversation about it. And I'm like, okay, how can we make this so it doesn't, so it's, I'm like not losing my mind on all these social platforms. And now I just feel like the connections that I have on Facebook are so good. It's people that have known me my entire life. And why would I not, why would I just not pay attention to those people? Like that is so ridiculous. Yeah. I think that goes with like, are you a hidden realtor or not? Right. Right. And are you willing to sort of like, can you navigate in that gray, muddy space of, but it's my personal page and like, it's where my friends are and I don't want them to know because I don't, I don't feel good about selling and all that kind of stuff. But the thing is, we need to operate our personal pages as an extension of our brand and then also operate our business pages as an extension of our brand and our business. So that's sort of where that area gets really gray and what Mm -hmm. to post and who we're serving and how Facebook really works for us. And I think that's kind of where Facebook gets a bad rap because we're just maybe not sure how to navigate it correctly or how to, how to serve people closest to us and what that really looks like within our brand space. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some stats. Let's just talk. So I, in my mind, I, in in my mind, I think that the average person that's on Facebook is like older. And when we looked up stats, it was so surprising. I was, I, I just like basically double checked your math. I'm like, are you sure that the the largest number of users on Facebook, according to Sprout Social, are 25 to 34 year olds, and they make up 31.5%. So it's not like that stats like blowing the numbers out of the water, but that's still the largest population of people on Facebook. And I that number actually surprised me. Did it surprise you? Not, not entirely. Only it's surprising maybe that they were actually no, it didn't surprise me. <laughs> That's funny. It totally surprised me. I thought that number was going to be like more my age group and like even older and it's not. So I think with, I think that it kind of goes back to, so if we go back to our episode with Madeline and Alex, when we talked about serving millennials coming into like the, the real estate world. Right. And I don't have that number of course, because the numbers, you know, but head back to that episode. If you want to check it out about millennials and Millennial home home. buying purchase. Millennial home buying purchase. Yeah. And so when we think about that and we think about them coming into the marketplace and how they utilize social media, it makes sense that they are the biggest demographic. However, they are not the biggest users of the space. They're not spending the most time on it. So 87% of millennials have Facebook, 90% of Gen X and 96% of boomers have Facebook. So it they do make up a large portion of it, but when we look at who's actually, you know, using the app and that that shows us a lot more information. And again, 31% mm-hmm. is a, is a large amount, but it's not like you were saying, it's not like 60, 70% of right. them, but the reality is Gen X and boomers are making up a huge huge portion of that as well. And what, what? I'm doing my part. Right. And they're using Shout out to Gen Xers. Yeah. Boomers are spending a lot of time on Facebook, like a lot of time. So what did you say? You read it was like about around two hours a day. Yeah. Like on social media between Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Just a little bit under and 84% of them believe that social media can improve their lives. So 
I do not believe, I don't have these facts in front of me, that a millennial necessarily believes that to that to that number, right? To that 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 high of a, a percentage that it can improve their lives. So they're utilizing the platform in different ways, but this really goes back to us. So many of your clients are downsizers, or you're yeah. getting clients that we need you to help our older parents, you know, yes. downsize or like <laughs> it's like such a key part of our business this year. And it has been the last few years, and I feel like it's just trending to be even more so. Yeah, and it's really fascinating when we looked at the numbers of the the different, you know, and this is constantly changing, so I'm not going to quote them because we didn't pull these right before this episode, but millennials make up a huge portion of of new home buyers, you know, coming into the market. The majority. The majority. Millennials make up the majority of the home buying right now. But the boomers are downsizing. And the and boomers are, well, what I feel like is that the boomers are going to be selling their homes to millennials. Yes. That's what that that handoff looks like right now. And and if we think about right now as of September 2022 what's happening with interest rates, right? What just happened with interest rates? The the big change and what's continuing to happen mm-hmm. and the uncertainty with that boomers in general, are a little more established or a lot more established, either end of their career or have retired, right? Same mm-hmm. with Gen Xers who are making up a huge percentage, 90% of you know, 90% of them are on Facebook. They are also typically in a different, you know, financial space than, ne- mm-hmm. than a millennial. And They're sitting so- on a lot of equity right now. And they might understand, I'm not, this is a very broad thing to say, but they might understand economics a little bit more and how they play into life simply because they have lived much more, right? They've lived the crash. They know what that's like. Many of them were probably affected by that. So when we think of all of this and we think of right now where we're at in the market and with uh, interest rates and what's happening with the shift, and then we think about who's actually on this platform, well, they're the ones that can still buy and sell and get it and are okay. So mm-hmm. why the heck are we not talking to them when the majority of them mm-hmm. are on this space? So, and that's just like, whoosh, when we think of the right now, what's happening and how we can utilize this app that we're all on. And if you're not, goodness gracious, get on that app. Um, <laughs> we can utilize this with really very little effort or at least start with very little effort. Yeah. I love that it's a free platform. You know, I think real estate agents in general, I mean, I know we have a lot of like entrepreneurial people that listen to this podcast, but real estate agents are notorious for following that shiny penny and will just like drop their credit card down at a conference for the latest app that does X, Y, and Z that they're only going to pay $59.99 a month for. Well, this is one of those platforms that you don't have to pay for. Unless you're running ads and it's like just putting a little bit of love and attention into this app going forward, the amount of business that you can get out of it. It's just like the most impactful ROI. It's like there isn't even an investment other than your time. I mean, I go with with email marketing for the most impactful, but I'm just going (laughs) to agree to disagree. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yes, absolutely. As far as social media goes, like most people are on Facebook. 
And these are the people that we truly want to be connecting and reaching with. And like you said, like most of your friends are on there, right? The mm-hmm. majority of the people that have known you forever, they already love you. They already like you. They already trust you. They already probably get coffee with you. Why are we not just kind of yeah. serving a little bit more on there? And if we go back to, you mentioned like in the early days <laughs> that we go back to sometimes and we tackled Insta first. And when you shared with me, this was so long ago, Beth, but you shared with me, I remember this very vividly, how you were getting connections from Facebook and how they were coming in. And we we didn't really tackle it yet because it was mm-hmm. like the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we took baby steps, which is a great thing to do. Um, I was like, what? You're getting what? And it was such a huge eye opener. And from that day, like moving forward, we never like disregarded the app or ignored the app because- no. Those are your people. Those are your community. And it's such a cool way to serve authentically and to show up as yourself. So yeah, Facebook. Well, and it's interesting the, um, like let's pivot to stories, you know, like stories on Instagram have been like the thing. If you're not doing stories, you're, you're like missing an opportunity. And then when stories started rolling around on Facebook, I'm like, eh, okay, that's just one more thing to do. But what I'm finding is I don't post as many stories on Facebook, but when I do the eyeballs and engagement on that are completely different than who's seen my stories on Instagram. And sometimes like the information is pretty similar. Um, I probably even put less effort into it if I'm being honest on Facebook, but the people that are seeing it are people that I wouldn't have reached otherwise had I not been doing stories on Facebook. I love so much that you brought that up because this goes back to every app has its different demographic. Every app has like a different audience. You're serving Mm -hmm. a little bit differently on all of them. They all work wonderfully for different reasons, right? So Facebook, people are still using it when they're bored or just to kind of screw around. And Instagram still inspiration and to also scroll to like try to fill us up. Whether or not it always does that is is another story. <laughs> that's debatable, yeah. That's debatable, but that's why we're using these apps. So when you think of stories and reaching a different audience, it makes complete sense. Just like if you're hopping on TikTok or mm-hmm. you're in your Insta stories or you're on LinkedIn, all different audiences. And so really being able to capitalize and really being able to serve uh, your, your full audience you're all of your clients who you really want to connect with and to do it in an authentic way and to like help your bottom line let's be honest right mm-hmm. you're already on there why not let get you know allow them to get to know you and to just kind of serve at a different level and yeah, facebook I love that has already shown us that they want the personal connection, right? So Mm -hmm. if we can kind of like sidebar here, just pivot a little bit, Beth, I would like to just chat a little bit about a a business Facebook page versus a personal page. And I think the most- Yeah, these questions come up quite a bit. They do. That people are like, do I need to have both? And Christy, what is the million dollar answer? The answer is 100% yes, you need to have both, especially if you have a real estate team. But in addition to if you are a solo realtor, absolutely, you need to have both pages. If you don't, at least start on your personal page. But I'm going to just kind of share like a couple different reasons why you need to, to have both. So again, going back to, you know, your personal page being an extension of your brand, like who you are, all of those different buckets that we've talked about many times in previous episodes, uh, and how you're serving, you know, everyone and how you touch those different points uh, as you serve, as you create your brand and like really, truly, you know, 
know, build your business. So it needs to be an extension of that. And then your business page, an extension of the business. So the products you serve, you know, what services you're offering and your brand and how they mesh together. So I really think this is something important to to talk about because I think there's a lot of gray area. Again, it's not super black and white. I'm like, what do I post here? What do I post there? And so just kind of asking yourself, like, is this on brand or is this like fully just business, right? And then kind of starting there and maybe like writing down the difference and what that looks like for you is is really important. So you will see, and I know that we've all seen this, is the realtor that's posting on their personal page constantly about real estate. And with any app, any social media app, any email list, any way that you're marketing, not utilizing your full brand and just like work, 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 work. Okay. Well, so that's, and you know, maybe you don't lose friends, right? But people stop paying attention and they, they can unfollow you. So they're not seeing your posts anymore. So what'll happen is if you do too much of that and you're not serving them on a personal level, because it's, it's a personal platform, your, your personal Facebook page, well, then you'll, the algorithm is going to work against you. And this happens, even, this is not just your business page where there's algorithm. It's your per- personal page too. You might wonder, why don't I see this person's post anymore? And then you go to their page and they actually posted. It's because you haven't engaged with them and you haven't been like showing interest with them. You've been spending more time maybe on someone else's page or like another business or that kind of thing. So Facebook's algorithm says, hey, you're not really interested. We're not going to show you this. We're going to show you this other stuff and advertise you and show you videos and all this. So really making sure that you're paying attention on there, that you're serving your like your personal people on your personal page and making sure that those posts make sense. Now with your business page, that's somewhere where you can open houses, you know, business things, events, that kind of thing. Just listed, just sold. Just listed. Yeah. And you're not going to get as much traction with the business page without running ads, just the way it works, right? We know that with our Instagram as well. However, you do need to have a place that's like, this is my solid ground for my business, right? This is my solid ground. You can come here and expect to learn all about real estate, all about what I'm doing here. Again, you're still serving off all areas of your brand on that page, but a little bit differently than Instagram. It can be a little more business oriented. But that personal page is really where those connections happen. And I think that's the spot that's getting missed. So avoiding like overselling because you are a realtor and you have this space to do it and all these friends and allowing that algorithm to work for you instead of against you on your personal page is, is I think really Beth, why you've had so much success with it. Because you really have, like you had mentioned before we started this show, you just kind of wing it on Facebook a little bit more than Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's such an interesting way to say it, but it makes complete sense because I'm just showing up as me here and I'm sharing about my life and all those things uh, about my brand that I don't necessarily always talk about on my business page. And people just get to kind of see me and learn about me. And that's really the connection. And a lot of them already know you. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's the place where you can go and engage and comment on, oh, my gosh, my friend from high school, her daughter just started college. Look at this picture of them. Like you genuinely want to go on there and congratulate them. What an exciting step for her. And like, there you go. Like you get to authentically do that, like, comment, all that kind of stuff. And then it brings those people into your sphere more within your algorithm. So it's crazy when you you, think of like who all I'm friends with on Facebook. It's like people from elementary school, Mm -hmm. people from um, 
I worked at Planet Hollywood for years in college, which was like the most awesome group of people ever. Um, I've reconnected with tons of friends from Planet Hollywood. And that was that. like, had like the cult following back in the day. Um, it was, it was a really big deal to work at that restaurant brand back in the day. Um, you know, like friends and from childhood and then all of their parents. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of goodness that happens there. And I feel like I had to step away from it to get fresh perspective on like, yeah, any social media platform can be a pain in your ass and like drain you emotionally if you let it. And if you're not being great about your time and how much you spend on there or like the content that you're consuming on social media, I think can really have an adverse effect on your emotional well-being. Um, but if you're going there for the goodness and like Facebook, one of my very favorite things this time of year is all the back to school photos. The last few weeks, it's like, holy crap, I can't believe how old your kids are. Like that kind of stuff blows my mind, but it's a fun way. And it feels like you're really getting caught up with people, even though you haven't seen the whites of their eyes in person for years. You get to be like connect with them and they see you like they just thought of you when you commented on their child's Halloween costume. Yeah. Like yeah. and you did that because you genuinely thought like the little gorilla looked cute. Kaya was a gorilla last year, so I was yeah. just thinking gorilla. But like you got to, you were able to do that because it was authentic and they're really your friend. And where that goes is I mean, my goodness, it goes far. So mm-hmm. That's just the thing is like, if you're not on there, I I never post on Facebook, that kind of thing, right? Or I never post my personal page. Goodness, get on there and do it. Um, Absolutely have the the business page, but really start just allowing people into your life just a little bit. You can have really good boundaries, right? And what you share and you don't have to be on there daily. It's not necessary on Facebook, but just showing up and and really engaging with people is is so, so important on that platform. And it's just a great place to start really building that that part of your business. Um, Amy is on our team is a really great testament to this. She just went hard when she joined the team. She had completely pivoted out of a different career into real estate um, in the last five months. And so she went through Facebook and all of like her old people from college and Girl Scout when she was a Girl Scout troop leader and her kids friends and she has adult children. Um, it's incredible all the connections that she's made. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, would love to catch up with you. Like let's grab happy hour and like the meetups and the coffee and the happy hours. She's reconnected with people she hasn't seen in 20 plus years. And so, like, what a great way to get her business built. It's such a smart way. If you are a new agent, like listen, like listen and like take notes here because you're not sure how to connect with these people. So we, I chatted with Amy. We like explored this idea so much. Like how do we connect with these people? I don't want to be like so salesy and feel icky, right? Because no yeah. one wants that, especially no. on Facebook. Um, we want to be able to opt out of that and not unfriend you, right? We don't want that weird interaction, but send a message. Hey, like, it's so like we haven't connected in a while. Like it's so good to see you on here. Like I'm starting an email newsletter and this is what you're going to get in it. This is how I'm going to serve you. I'd love for you to be a part of this community. Here's Mm -hmm. why totally no hard feelings. If you say no, like we're cool. Um, thank you so much. Attach the link to sign up for the email sign up. Like this, this is such an easy introduction. They can just completely ignore your message if they're turned off by it. Um, but if you approach it with like, from a place of, I just, this is what I'm doing. I'm starting a new chapter. I'm super excited. Like, let's do this. 
I mean, who's not going to want to join you in that? And then you don't push hard afterwards, right? That's not a place to push hard, but you, the success there is, could be very great. So that's like one really cool way to, if you're a new agent or if you're just newer to Facebook, like, Hey, I'm using this. Here's my newsletter, like that kind of thing, really showing up there via DM, which is such a cool way to market, um, without being gross, uh, yep, is, is awesome. a really neat place to start. And it's, it's so simple and it's free. It's free. Yeah. And they're thinking of you. They're literally thinking of you. So be authentic, like share something like genuine about them, about you, your, your connection and why you're there, but then go ahead and hop in those DMS. Yeah. What it's do you awesome. got to lose really honestly? So it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so like, what are the, some of the steps that people should be doing? Like if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I haven't even opened Facebook in forever. So like actionable things that you can be doing is like, get back on the app. Like first and foremost, just get back on the app. Um, maybe like update your cover photo to a photo that's from this decade. That's um, a great place. Realtors, <laughs> you know, we're talking to you. We love you so much, but goodness, if you've been in this business for a while, like, Let's, uh, let's uh, check that out first. <laughs> right. Update your status. Like, are you available? Are you not available? Like, there's a lot of things that you can do to, like, make your Facebook page, like, feel fresh. And then it gives people talking points, too. And then go on there and just start looking for friends from mm-hmm. old jobs, school, wherever, your kids' friends, mommy groups. Like, start just getting plugged back into the app. Yes. There's yeah, a lot of everyone. awesome things on there. So some, sometimes you'll hear, this is actually a very frequent thing. Like, I don't want to friend my clients. It's my personal page. Here's what I will say about that. Whatever you post on Facebook, you should be 100% comfortable with every single person that you work with seeing. So be comfortable with that post. Really don't share things that you wouldn't want your client from last year or your client are going to work with next month to read and like see. So operating them again, like they work together. They're two different pages, but making sure that your personal page is an extension of your brand. Would you say that? Like if you were thinking of your brand and all those areas, would you post what you were going to post on Facebook? Mm -hmm. Think about that and make sure that it's, it's really aligned there. And like Beth said, friend everyone, be friends with everyone. You don't need it to operate differently in that regard than your business page. Like be friends with everyone because it gives you a more of a chance to connect. Um, using messenger. It's basically like, you know, it's Facebook's version of email yep. and it's like a way to have a little sidebar conversation with people. And, you know, it's, it's such a, it's just a great connector. And I think it's, it's gotten a bad rap because people think that there's sexier apps out there, Mm -hmm. but it's basically like what we've been saying on all of our podcasts lately. We need to go back to the basics because the basics aren't bad. Maybe you were just not utilizing them in a, in an an exciting way, but let's go back to the basics and just like social media. Facebook is kind of what started this whole social media, unless you're (laughs) on MySpace and utilizing that back in the day. You know it. Yeah, I know I was too for like a hot (laughs) second, but I was so private. I had a fake name on MySpace. So let's not even go there. Um, But it's, this is like, this is like the OG of social media and get back to the basics, meet people on there. I mean, you just like literally never know who could be the next great, like 
real estate transaction that comes out of Facebook. So real quick too, to touch more on what's happening now, it's fall, next is holiday season. Oh my God, the the opportunities for you to connect on Facebook are endless. Like this is the time right now to hop on there for sure. And something else to kind of touch on with that is make sure your posts are serving your audience. So like your friends, your family, that kind of thing. And are you using it in a way that like serves them, lifts them up, educates them instead of just kind of bitching on there, which was a really big thing for a while. But, you know, is it positive, not toxic positivity, but like, is it, is it bringing light to your community in some way? Think about it that way when you're, when you're going to post and really using again, who like being okay with reaching everyone that you know on your personal page. I love that. And having it really be authentic. You know, if it doesn't feel like something that you would actually have a conversation with the person in person, like why would you post it on social media? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes people seem like they're like chasing the attention and are posting like all like the train wreck things in life on there life is stressful and hard enough. Like we don't need, I don't need to see that on my social media pages. I'm going there for inspiration. I'm going there to like cheer you on. I mean, if maybe, maybe like your dog died or whatever. And like, that is like the perfect opportunity to like cheer someone up. But if it's just like, I don't know, like you said, just like bitching and like the Wah, wah, and that and you're going to don't be, don't bring your Debbie Downer attitude no, to Facebook. You can, you can educate, be authentic and even share things that are really important to you. Make sure it's brand aligned, make sure it makes yeah. sense for your brand voice and your audience. And that's the number one thing you need to be thinking about when you're posting, regardless of the platform. So kind of transforming your idea, maybe of what Facebook was just a place like, oh, just my family's on there so I can say whatever I want and that kind of thing. <laughs> well, actually, uh, actually, our recommendation not. is that you operate it as an extension of your brand and use it for for what it could truly be. So the people on there most likely already know, like, and trust you. They want to hang out with you. They want to be in your inner circle or they already are. So like send, like give them a hug and like keep that conversation going and and, and really see where that goes. Well, and like when you're talking about taking that relationship from like the Facebook platform and then it actually, um, morphs into a real estate transaction and a home for sale or working with someone as a buyer, like who do you want that person to like, what kind of clients are you looking for? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're putting out positivity and joy and goodness, I feel like many times that's reciprocated and someone's like, man, gosh, I worked with her back in the day. And I just remembered like how awesome she was and how funny she was. That's exactly what we're looking for in a real estate agent. I really would love to work with Beth. People remember how you make them feel. Yeah. That's the key. Like they remember whether it be via social media post, a video, a text message, an email, they re- a hug, an in-person interaction. They remember how you make them feel. So really think about that when you're posting and when you're serving your clients or, you know, connecting with your family and friends, like really, truly, like how are you making them feel right now with what you're mm-hmm. putting out there? That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. So 
I guess the biggest takeaway is, Beth, like get get back on there if you're not on there. Yeah. Get <laughs> back posting. on there. Be authentic. Make the connections. Make new connections. Yes. There's yes. plenty of new people on Facebook that you haven't even met yet. Yeah. <laughs> Go find those boomers. Heck yeah. Oh my <laughs> right? gosh. We love working with boomers. I just came from a boomer closing today and oh, it was my- awesome. Yeah, it's so great. So um, good luck with Facebook. Let us know how you're doing. Shoot us a DM on Insta or on Facebook or, you know, reply to our emails if you're on our email list. If not, head to our Instagram and sign up with our link and we will we'll see how you go from here. Love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so until next time, bus bench babes, keep your face off a of bus bench and keep being the badass boss babes that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.